Welcome to the Hillside Baptist Chapel's weekly podcast. Please listen as Dr. Steve Wood, pastor, teaches from God's Word. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, pastor, phone or message at 6438-6541, email at steverwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Let us stand. Work for the night is coming. You may be seated. Dale, would you come and lead us in our opening prayer, please? And uh, we'll get ready for our service. Thankful that you're able to be here. Maybe we'll have some more come in as we get started. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, this beautiful day that you've given us to worship you. Yes, Father. 
Lead, guide, and direct us in everything that we do. Make us think of you before we think of ourselves and other people. Today is, is a wonderful, beautiful day, and, and we appreciate all these beautiful days that you give us. Lead, guide, and direct us in everything we do. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. All right. Um, got a few things that I'd like to bring to your attention this morning. Did you notice somebody else is seated in, in the honor chair today? <laughs> Levy is, is helping with the music now. And uh, uh, so we appreciate him doing that. And uh, Frank has been trying to turn, o turn it over to somebody else for a good while now. And uh, so he finally got a guinea pig that was willing to do it. <laughs> All right. And um, another announcement. I think that you've received some announcements in your emails about an evangelistic service or services that we're going to have. Dr. Fred, do you want to come and say anything this morning about uh, what you're going to be doing? And uh, uh, it's coming up pretty soon. And we're very thankful to have Dr. Fred as one of our members and willing to do this for us. Years ago, I, after our youth director situation, I began to get opportunities to speak. And I spoke all over the United States. As time came, and I'll just tell you up front, that I had a divorce and I just quit and it was Marlene came in my life and I felt that I felt incomplete to speak the Word of God because I was divorced but you know I learned something through the years that God forgives he does and he forgives and praise God who forgives. Amen. So it was here that all at once uh, just couldn't get away from not speaking the word of God. And so I then went through nearly death on sickness. And I'm telling you, when you think you're going to die, you either go and die or you're going to get right with God. <laughs> and I just said, well, okay, I'm going to go back. And then, then I, I told Marlene one day, I, I laughed, I said, well, I feel God called me back into evangelism. I don't have a place to preach. <laughs> I can't give the message. And the next day, this man right here said, Hey, would you come and and come and so we're going to do this on the 14th, 15th, and the 16th. So all I want you to do two things: I want you to be here, and I want you to pray for me. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Fred. We look forward to it, don't we? All right. Um, I can't show you the banner. We don't have it up, do we? Uh, but we've got a banner now that we're going to be using in uh, Tuesday market and uh, so uh, we'll try to string it up here someplace for you to be able to see what it looks like 
And it also needs to straighten out. It needs to uh, be somewhere straight so that it won't try to roll up when we're uh, putting it on the table there at the Tuesday Market. So most of you are familiar with the Tuesday Market. It's there uh, in Boquete. And uh, it's the new one. And so uh, the new one is closed down until February because of the flower festival. So can't use it until after the flower festival is over. But uh, we'll uh, start being at the Tuesday market every Tuesday. And uh, we need some volunteers to help us man the table. One person at, uh, at the table at a time, we're told. And uh, so uh, if you can help with that and uh, come and, and uh, serve as uh, someone to represent our church as people come by and look at the banner and see the stuff that we have on our table and, and uh, encourage them to come to church, of course. And uh, if they're uh, not saved, there's some tracks there that they could pick up and, and uh, take home with them. And, and uh, anyway, um, no training necessary. All you need to do is just sit there and greet people. Be friendly. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other announcements that need to be made today? Doctor, I mean doctor. Frank, I'll, I'll give you a doctorate in just a minute. <laughs> Come and give us our uh, prayer concerns. Well, just to bring back Dr. Fred's evangelistic service, the first one starts at 5 o'clock. Yeah, correct. So that's right. at 5 o'clock, that's when it starts. Uh, George, you'll be going in a couple of weeks to the U.S., correct, for some heart surgery. So we need to keep that in, in our prayers. And uh, as you notice, Marlene's not here today. She's still having trouble with her, with her wrist. Uh, she's still in a lot of pain. Uh, really don't know what's going on there, but she definitely needs your prayers. And other than that, that's all I got. Thank you. Okay, uh, we're ready then for our next hymn. We praise thee, O God. Let us stand as we sing this together.
be seated. Now, Levy, I understood right. You don't have a special for us today? No. Okay. He's working on something, and uh, so hopefully one day soon he'll be able to bring a special for us. We're looking forward to that as well. All right. My message today is on work for the night of coming, much like what the song said a moment ago. And I'd like to return with me to John chapter 9, and we'll be reading verse 4, only one verse right now, as we think about this particular subject. John chapter 9, and verse 4. As long as it is day, we must do the work of Him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. Our Father, as we think about this particular subject this morning, I pray that we might be able to see what You're calling us to do, the work that's needed, and that we might be about Your business. Father, I pray your blessings on those there in this congregation. And again, we praise you for who you are and what you're doing. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Feliz Año Nuevo. Rose, did I say it right? She didn't hear you. Oh, she didn't. Well, Happy New Year. Did everyone hear that? It is a new year, isn't it? We're going to have to get used to 2022. We're not going to write it on our checks or we're not going to write it on our uh, invoices or whatever we have for a while. We're still going to say 2021, aren't we? But it is 2022. And as we think about a new year, it's always a good time for us to think about what's been in the past. You know, we've, we've come to the start of a new year and we think about maybe the things that were not finished in this last year that we wanted to finish, that we wanted to complete. But we didn't do it. And now we've got a new year. And maybe that some of you made some New Year's resolutions. Maybe you've made some commitments to do some things that you didn't do last year. Or that you feel like that is something that is needed for this year. And so commitment is made to do that. So a new year is is sometimes good for us to think about where we are, what we're doing, and what we need to do. George needs to have a heart operation. Now he's been planning this for a while, so it's not something that has just come up. But hopefully, as he has this heart surgery, He's going to come back a new person, a new man. Sharon says, I hope so. 
But things that start as we begin a new year. To get the picture of what Jesus is talking about here in this verse, I picture a hard-working farmer. Now think about it. As long as it is day, we must do the work of Him who sent me. A farmer has to go by the daylight, doesn't he? As a farmer begins to get ready for a new crop, he needs the daylight to be able to go out and work in the field. And so, I picture this as not a modern farmer, not a farmer with a lot of tractors and equipment, but as a farmer that lived back in the days that we're talking about that Jesus spoke this. And that individual had to rise up early in the morning to get all the use of the sunlight that he could. Many farmers arose before daylight. And they got in, out in the field just at... Have you ever heard the expression, crack of dawn? Now I've been out there when the light started. I've never heard it crack. <laughs> but he got out there early. And he was ready to do... Excuse me. Ready to do his work just as soon as there was enough daylight for him to be able to see how to do it. Now, he knew that night was going to come. He knew that it was going to get dark. He knew that he couldn't get out there and do the work because it was going to be too dark for him to see what he was doing. And so he needed that daylight. But as he ended that day, he was able to go home and get a good night's rest because he knew he had done a good work during that day. He had worked up until the daylight had faded. That's a long day. I think most of you know that I grew up on a farm and we did some of that. We had to get up early. And then at night, as we laid down, we were exhausted. <laughs> but we slept well. Something that sometimes I don't do today. And maybe some of you don't either. But he knew that if he's going to have a crop, if he's going to be able to harvest anything, he had to do that work while he had time and opportunity to do it. It's a picture that I want us to see and, and keep in our minds today as we look at what God has asked us to do in our day and time. This morning in our Bible study time, we had looked at Ezekiel and his call from God. And... He had a specific responsibility to say certain things to the Israelites as they were in captivity and those that had not yet gone into captivity. He had a message. Now as we think about our day and time, when Jesus left this earth, 
He left us to do a certain work for Him. We call it the Great Commission. When we talked about Ezekiel and his calling, he was given a commission. But we're given a commission today. And it's found in Matthew, the 28th chapter, and in other places in the Scriptures. But I'd like for you to turn with me to Matthew chapter 28. And we're going to read verses 18 through 20 this morning as we think about this particular subject. Work for the night is coming. And this is the work that Jesus has left us to do. Notice it says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. When is it that Jesus is saying He's not going to be with us anymore? Well, after this age ends, right? He's with us in the work that we're supposed to do. Now notice the different components to this commission. The first one is going. Wasn't that what Ezekiel was called to do? To go to a certain people? We talked about Jonah this morning and he was called to go to a certain people. Going. And then making disciples. Evangelize. Now Dr. Fred is not the only evangelist in this room today. All of us are to be. We're all to give the message of God to those that need to hear it. And so, making disciples. That means that we tell them about what God's Word says about their sins. Tell them about their need to repent of their sins. And tell them about Jesus Christ that came and died on the cross that they might have the opportunity to be forgiven of their sins. And to trust Him as their personal Savior. That's making disciples. That's evangelism. Now we're not responsible for how they respond to that message. I think this is one of the things we gathered from the book of Ezekiel. We're responsible for giving the message. The individual that we speak to, they're responsible for responding to the message. But we're responsible for giving that message. And then baptizing. Of course, this is a church ordinance. This is the responsibility of a church. And then as an individual is saved, and they make known their salvation, they can come for baptism and show in their baptism their first testimony. It shows that they have trusted in Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, and their sins have been buried, and they're raised to walk a new life. That's what baptism shows. And then it says teaching them to observe all things. Teaching them to follow Christ. Teaching them the things that God wants them to understand and know. 
teaching them the Scriptures, all the Word of God. This, again, is the church's responsibility. But you know God has only given us a limited time for us to do that. The daylight, He calls it here. Just as the farmer that I used a moment ago as an example knew he was to make the most of every moment of the daylight, we are to make use of the moments we have to let others know about Jesus Christ. Because the time is going to come when we can't do it anymore. One day, our time of working for the Lord is going to be over. Our days are numbered. We don't like to think about that, do we? <laughs> but they are. I don't know how long we've got on this earth. Maybe that you've got a long time left yet. Maybe 20, 30 40 more years, 50 more years. Some of these young people, maybe they've got a long time. Or maybe they haven't. I'm going to be talking about something else in just a moment that shows us, I think, that we're living in the last days. And it may be that none of us that are under the sound of my voice here this morning are going to live a full life term. The Lord may come and snatch us away at the rapture. But, how long have we got? The Lord knows, but I don't. And so while we have opportunity, just as that farmer made full use of the time that he had to get ready for our harvest. We need to make full use. We need to take advantage of the time that God has given us. This, I think, requires time management. Just as that farmer. He may not have known much about time management, but he was doing that. He was managing his time. Maybe it means setting new priorities. Maybe our priorities are in, on the wrong things. Or just plain getting up out of the recliner. But doing the work that God has called us to do. If we're ever going to do it, it must be now. That's the thing that we need to see. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation, God tells us. In my opinion, we're already living in the twilight. God has told us that night is coming. In, that, in our verse, night is coming. And as we think of night, what is night? Well, night is a period of darkness, isn't it? But the last days are also called a period of darkness. And spiritual darkness is coming around us bit by bit right now. 
By the way, if you want to look more at the times that are coming, the end of our opportunities, read Matthew chapter 24 and 2 Timothy chapter 3. All of those chapters tell us specifically about some things that are going to happen on this earth. But I'd like to mention a few things that are going on right now. Do you know that right now the Christian message is not received or welcomed in many places in our world? It's not. I work for the VA. And it's been a few years ago now. But as a chaplain in the VA, they were trying to limit us on what we could speak on. They were trying to tell us, don't use Jesus. When you end your prayer, don't use Jesus' name. Now, I didn't listen to that. And the chaplains that I served with didn't listen to that either. But they were trying to shut us up. They were trying to keep us from speaking about Jesus Christ. He is our message. And if I stop speaking about Jesus, I need to resign my commission and I need to stop. Because that's what Jesus has called me to do. And you as well. Many places, the same type thing is going on. I know when people are asked to come and give an invocation, Sometimes they're instructed by those that are in charge, don't use Jesus' name. They want to be universal. They don't want to offend anybody. Well, let me tell you today, the name of Jesus is offensive to the lost. They don't want to hear it. The gospel causes conflict. It causes division. It does. And there are many believers in our world today that are being persecuted for the gospel. For nothing else but giving the message that I told you about a moment ago, Matthew 28, 18-20, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, other places in the Scriptures that tell us a job, our responsibility, what we're to be about. And many are being persecuted because they're giving that message. And there are more martyrs. Do you know what a martyr is? That's an individual that gives their life for Christ. And there are more martyrs today than ever have been in the history of our message being given. From the time of Christ till now, there are more persecutions and there are more martyrs than there's ever been. We wouldn't think that today, would we? But it's the truth. And folks, I think it's coming to Panama. 
I think it's coming to the United States. It's already beginning in England and other places in the world where they're trying to shut people up. Trying to keep them from speaking the message that God has commissioned us to give. So night is coming. Notice where it says, and no one can work. But there's a new day dawning. I, don't, I think I would be amiss today if I didn't say that when this age ends, there's a glorious age that's coming. And we look forward to that, don't we? We need to work while we have time. But there's a glorious time ahead for us. Psalm 30 verse 5 says this, Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Amen. Do you hear? <laughs> We're going to rejoice with the Lord. And that time of rejoicing is coming. You see, the picture that we had at the very beginning of the farmer. And there's going to come a time when he's going to harvest his crop. He's going to get the fruit of his labor. And he's going to be able to rejoice. Because his work has been rewarded. God promises us a new day, a glorious dawning that's coming for all that know him. That's going to be a time when the Bible tells us that swords are going to be turned into plowshares. True justice is going to prevail throughout the earth. Jesus is going to rule and reign. And evil will be fully and finally subdued on this earth. And it's that time when those who have trusted Him, who have worked for Him, will see the rewards of their labor. As long as it's the day, until that day comes, until that time comes, we need to continue to work for Him. But then, when that day is over, we're going to walk hand in hand with the Lord in eternity. Right now, in conclusion, there's work to be done. There's things that we need to do. One of the things that we want to do Take a look at that banner before you leave today. But uh, one of the things we want to do is let people know we're here. We think that through the Tuesday market, that's going to be a good venue for us to let people know. That's just one of the things that we've got planned for this new year. But there are many other things that we need to be involved in and that we need to do and we can accomplish while it's still day. Dr. Fred is going to have an evangelistic meeting here. It's probably not going to be the last. We'll do this at other times as well. And maybe he'll get the opportunity to speak somewhere else too. I don't know. But pray for him. That he can fulfill his calling to be an evangelist. 
there's limited time for us to do the work that God wants us to do because the night's coming. A new day will come when we can rest from our labor. Could it be in 2022 that Jesus comes? It could be. I don't know. God didn't give us a year, did He? He didn't give us an explanation about the period of time. He didn't tell us when this day is going to end. He gives us some signs of the time that I mentioned a moment ago in Matthew 24 and 2 Timothy chapter 3 that He talks about the end of this age, the end of the time that we're living in, but we don't know when it's going to end. God does. And it's coming. Remember, God is asking us to fulfill the great commission while there's still time, while it's still daylight. Maybe we need to recommit ourselves to doing the work that He wants us to do. But John chapter 9 verse 4 says, As long as it is day, we must do the work of Him who sent me. Night is coming when no man can work. Let us stand and we're going to have our closing hymn. And as we sing this together, it may be that you feel the need to come and recommit yourself to doing God's work. Maybe that some are here today that have never trusted in Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. God's given you this moment to do that. As we sing, would you come? Pass me not, O gentle Savior.
Frank, would you come and lead us in our closing prayer, please? Again, we thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you, Father, for this time of worship, O oh Lord. I pray that we can all do your commission, O oh Father. I pray for grace, O oh Father. I just pray that you open the ears and open hearts, O oh Father, to other people and to us. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, Pastor, phone or message at 6438-6541, email at Steve rwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Thank you, and God bless.